Hello everyone and welcome to the first ever episode of the Drama Graduate Podcast. My name is Dara Feely and I shall be your host for the next 56 minutes. That's 56 minutes quite tightly. Um, actually, now that I think of it, it could be 56 minutes, 20 seconds. I'm not entirely sure. Um, I've tried to get that timing down pat, but listen, I'm not perfect and nobody really is, to be honest. Um, thank you very much for clicking on and giving us your time. It's greatly appreciated. Another thing that would be greatly appreciated, won't take up too much of your time, would be if you were to maybe like and share the podcast on your Facebook page, or just tell your friends about it. Fuck all that technology, that's what I says. Word of mouth is important. But no, if you were to give us that time, that five seconds to share and like and share this podcast amongst your friends, that would be incredibly appreciated. Um, And we'd love you forever for it. We really, really would. Um, yeah, enough out of me. Um, for now, just enjoy the podcast. See you at the end of it. Sorry, I'm just putting on some car mix there. Um, <laughs> Do it closer to the mic. I want to hear that car mix. Mm. Lather them lips. Lather them lips. Um, okay, well, um, welcome everybody. I'm sure I might have said something in the intro that was pre-recorded just there. Um, I haven't exactly planned what I was going to say yet, so I hope you enjoyed it, whatever I did say. And um, this week on the Drama Graduate Podcast, we have... Leo Hanna. That's what, Leo Hanna is our, is, our first, is our very first guest. Yeah, that's me. And Dara, I just want to say uh, that was all completely live, what you just said, and it was no way recorded before this, and um, <laughs> it was enchanting. So... I'm always really interested because we're walking around in a building filled with actors and designers and directors and S&T students every day and I find that I don't know any of their stories of how they came to drama school so that's always something that's really fascinated me because we don't necessarily talk about it because if we if we felt the impulse to ask anybody we spend all day asking people questions like that so I felt to start this off I'd like to know how your journey from your very first experience of acting, be it in a class or anything, all the way to the moment you stepped into the Lear on your very first day. Right. Um, well, I guess my first sort of taste of performing came from when I was around eight years old. I, well, I used to sing a lot. I was like a little boy soprano. I used to like a bit of... <laughs> da, da, da. I was singing like little uh, church functions. Um, and then the opportunity came, because I was a big fan of movies. It was always sort of what I really, um, really got my kicks off was watching big like old epics and like ridiculous 80s movies that I was far too young to watch yeah um, so then I got the chance to play Herod and when I was 10 and that was like my first sort of acting gig in, I was getting paid for it like in, <laughs> in Superstar no no in just a nativity um, <laughs> and I was I was doing an impression of the movie The Cape I think it's called and there's a guy who plays Emperor Caligula Oh, and he okay. comes in and he speaks like this and he's sitting over the top and I came out doing that and everyone was like who is this kid yeah. and it was weirdo and um, I was doing school musicals a lot um, my father was a singer so he kind of he kind of pushed me towards singing a bit and I kind of I did a few musicals at Fiddler on the Roof and then that's kind of garnered or sort of like made me really like want to be a performer and, yes. or be an actor and I guess after school was my first kind of introduction to the Lear because I auditioned at the age of 18. Mm. 
I, I auditioned famous it's kind of the famous party story I tell is you know this one don't you? oh I know this one this is great um, <laughs> like, you know Leo, Leo Hanna at the age of 18 fancied himself quite the thespian um, he wasn't and he he came in he said um, you know it was Lachlan and um, Brent Singleton sitting there yeah um, who you know I've come to know uh, Lachlan a lot better and I've met Brian a few times uh, lovely lovely people yeah uh, great Terrifying the first time you see them at the age of eighteen when you oh, walk yeah. into that room. Oh, God, I was in the, it was in the dance studio. I remembered exactly. And you come in and I, I go, "Hi, my name is Leo Hanna." I am. Um, it's more like, "Hi, my name is Leo Hanna." I'm uh, <laughs> performing a monologue from uh, uh, King Lear. I'm going to be doing uh, Ed Edmund's monologue. Thank you. <clears throat> so I got on my my knee and I put my head down and I took a second to get into it because I'd seen actors do that before. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah just, of course. All of a sudden, what? <laughs> no nature out there, God. And uh, it wasn't good. Yeah. And surprisingly, I didn't get in. So I went to Trinity and did a course. I won't say the name of the course, but let's just say I did it because I wanted to be doing acting in players. Of course. Um, and I did that, and I did rubbish in my league search because I uh, this that's not my that's not my bag. Yeah. I, I, I just preferred the more practical messing about and then did four years in Trinity and at the age of 22 decided okay it's make or break I won't have the confidence to try and pursue a professional acting career unless I get some form of formal training mm. and I get told what I'm doing wrong what I'm doing right so bit my bottom lip went in auditioned again <laughs> I guess the next story is I got in and yeah, I, I think I'd be very interested in hearing about the f- when you were 18 and you didn't get in because I feel like yeah. that's such an important part of the journey of getting to drama school is that for so many of us um, you have to deal with a good load of no's before you finally get the yes and I think it kind of ties in like um, the choice of then pursuing separate third level education in Trinity was that a an experience that you look back fondly on or was it a thing that you always knew you'd end up in drama training or did it take those years in Trinity to build the confidence back up? Um, I think the what was important was I just wasn't ready at 18. Now, other people are. Like mm. someone like in my year came in at that age, she was ready. Yeah. yeah. That's just, you know, different people have different, you know, it takes them longer to kind of process things. And I think I needed more time doing shows I think when I got to players I did like 20 plays over the times now a lot of these plays it sounds a lot more impressive than it was like one of them I played Mattress Mick in like a 24 hour <laughs> musical it, it was, I, I wasn't doing like <laughs> I wasn't doing Marlowe like and it was, it was, yeah yeah um, of course and you know and there's a lot of shows where like you wouldn't know the line and I, I learned a lot of bad habits from doing that like mm. you didn't know the lines and you go on stage and you have the script in your hand hidden somewhere and like you there's a lot of messing about and I mean there's a lot of brilliant I mean when the time I was in players like Fionn Foley was there mm. um, MD McKeon and people like that like people have gone to pursue legitimate careers in theatre yeah like, actors so, you know there were there were there was a lot of talent there but um, I I did learn a lot from doing that um, I got you learn sort of basic things and this is something I'll probably come back to later is you do learn a lot by doing it that if you second guess yourself enough in the layer um, you kind of forget because I think always that the moments I discover something and I kind of understand it is I'm just like oh that I just you mean I just do that as mm-hmm. opposed to get out of your head because I mean if someone like say someone like Sue 
yes. teaches you something, or um, Hillary will teach you something. You kind of go, oh, I kind of always did that, but I kind of second guessed myself to the point where I thought everything I was doing before this was wrong. Yeah. So a lot of the time, some of the stuff you're doing is right, and you need to realize that. I mean, if, I mean, I assume majority of people have some sort of performance experience in regards to like doing a good play in school or yeah. being like a youth theater. Um, there's the rare few who just kind of show up and straight out uh, of the bat, straight out of the bat, yeah, are incredible, so enviable. Like, I mean, you know, in a, in, the sort of, in a utopia, I think we'd all be that. But mm. I, my my path was all more rough and ready, and I was I was doing crap performances. I was doing bombing in this. I was in a bad play here. Um, I was a lot more stop and start than others, but I think I, I needed that because I think for my money, it was. Is getting the confidence to getting confidence I didn't have, getting an ability to work in professionally that I didn't have because I was. If if you ever get more teachers here to talk about me, they will say yes, this man was <laughs> was was escaping by by the seat of his pants. But I think I learned a lot of things, like just just how to be on stage and yeah. stand there and like you get enough experience in that. I mean, it's not being in front of an audience is never really a problem for me. I've never gotten. Yeah, that sort of yeah. thing but that was just from doing all those shows over and over again hmm. and that's kind of where I learned a lot of stuff but hmm. um, I think I think the um, God I'm, I'm an awful man for going on tangents no it's uh, good it's good because it means I don't have to talk as much <laughs> <laughs> so Darren what was your first experience <laughs> um, yeah because it always fascinates me because being somebody who went straight from secondary school to doing the foundation and then on to the BA if I can say so myself, um, mm. it 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 always fascinated me why certain people chose to pursue third level education beforehand, um, and I think it's always something that I find interesting because so often at the time those students, those actors, have so much life experience that you know the the as you saying like the eighteen year olds going straight into drama school don't have. Mm. Um, but also so much of the time some people might feel a bit of a disadvantage going in a bit later than starting younger Um, and I just find it interesting that you know how people feel about that because I think it is a it is a common trope you see that there's always like the older crowd in the year and then there's a crowd who are specifically younger Um, and I think that's just something that's reoccurring in as being an actor you're always going to be amongst groups of people that are going to be like and that's the beauty as Andrew Scott once said is it's like his training was just doing random plays and they'd be like an 80 year old man a baby yeah (laughs) like some like some like Mexican soap star who's trying to get his hand on stage for the first like all these sort of like different characters and I think that's I think the thing is that people mourn the loss of rep- repertory theatre in the world and so like, much something so that we never get but we do I mean drama school is a paid for rep theatre yeah. and third year which we're which I'm soon to be finishing uh, tears 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 um, <laughs> let me hand you a napkin rep. yeah nap- there are no napkins there's some toilet roll over there but <sighs> there. Um, uh, yeah, I, I think that meeting the people because I've never I'd always been afraid to even like banter or talk to. I mean, I was a far more nervous man when I, I was a very kind of like socially kind of anxious chap. I was, I was like, yeah, yeah, what's going on? Like cracking, just, like mm. still do. Yeah. Um, but you learn. I had to deal with people, uh, not deal with people, but also get along with people. And 
into like a what could be considered at times a pressure cooker where like you know you're you're doing very emotional work and you're all really close to each other and you know you really learn, like I mean you get very close to the year for a start you know each other all so well but then yeah. totally yeah. but people like some some of the people in my year that came in a bit older than I was um I I'd never been friends with a man who was four years older than me. Yeah. I never dared. Never would have dared. No. A lad who could have been my prefect in school. No, would yeah. never have dared doing that. But I've learned so much from, and I think, I mean, I'm an old soul, really. I think the handy thing about coming at 22 was, uh, I, I was, I was never going to be Romeo. Um, it was the thing. I was yeah. never going to be that. So I've kind of comfortably come into it at an age where I'm playing parts that are probably better for me to play and I'd be more interested in playing. Yeah. Um, if people can't they can't see but I have a big bushy beard and full mm. loving cheeks uh, very handsome you're a very handsome <laughs> man Leo Hanna stop, Leo yeah, handsome stop, Leo yeah. handsome that's what they're going to call it Leo handsome that's what they call me that's mad because oh, you're going to be because I'll be 22 when I graduate so yeah. I would have been the age that you were coming in that's fascinating yeah because I think mm. as well I think age is such a thing in drama school that I don't think uh is particularly obvious if that makes sense like no not at all you know in in your year um like being 29 like for me as a 20 year old 21 year old sorry to be friends with a 29 year old man complete like completely out of the 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 the, the, the realms of possibility when i was younger you know that that's invaluable that is just that's so like having that like my relationship with as i just mentioned yesterday we were just chatting chatting away about theater and so um, but being able to become friends with people and be able to kind of realize that look, we're all we're all in this together. Exactly. We all have the same shared passion. Yeah. We all want to become actors. We all want to learn the craft. We all want to kind of develop our skills. Um, and that was important for me. So like I always been in awe of like my older brothers, for example, because like uh, they're all, they're all at least ten years older than me. So like, when I was younger. Being around them, I'd like their friends. I was like, "Oh, hi, hey, what's going on?" I just snap out of the room. Yeah. Now we can all conversations with people that are old, and that's that's time, and that's but that's an invaluable skill. Like, it's that's such an important thing to have. Totally, like, yeah. The thing that I want to really, really need now, I think, and is to go into rehearsal rooms with actors like go a bit older, like someone's like you know actors who've been like old Abbey actors people that are in their 50s can watch their processes and people like that's kind of what I need now yeah I kind of and I mean that's obviously not going to come immediately I can't just be like oh I'm going to go into a room with Simon Russell Beale and just start acting like no I want to see Owen Rowe now (laughs) I want Mr. Rowe please he hasn't returned my emails it's infuriating Um, and you you get a lot of that from working with Hillary because Hillary tells you a lot of and of course, you know, you can't do this without talking about Hillary. Oh, and that's um, and just also, for people who, who don't know the Lear, that's Hillary Wood, who's the head of acting and our and our saviour, our lord our and saviour. Acting god, uh, a woman who I would gladly follow into battle. Totally. Yeah. And whereas I would fall in the first wave, she yeah. would take out the entire army. and yeah. <laughs> She'd carry you on your back and sling you home. Yeah, no man left behind, darling. Yeah. So thank you, Hillary. Thank you. Hillary will the thing about why I'm so in awe of those classes is because I'm just a real like acting history nerd I love hearing about like me and Barry is in my class um, who of course will be a very fun guest to have oh yeah uh, we always just feel go like um, and I remember I saw Nicole Williamson once and we just got like oh my gosh Nicole Williamson it's amazing yeah um, and that's I think that's what you get from Hillary is you get this taste of proper theatrical 
Um, like, for, for prestige, I think one, but if she's been around, she's seen it all. You're getting that, and that's what's so handy about working with Hillary. And I think that's something that's important. It's like Hillary always says, the training, your actual training never ends until, I think, for another five years after you're done. She says, she, she say, yeah, she always says it's about the training is like five years. It's like, or is it seven? I can't remember. I think it's, I think it's five I in total. I think she says the first is like you've the three years in school and then the first two years out mm. or something like that or the first five years out. I should probably know that. We should know that. You should know that. You've had her, we you've had her longer than I have. I don't know. I- so to bring it back to what you were saying about, um, there's something that, um, David Horan who's one of our teachers uh, says mm, hero. oh absolute hero um, he says um, you sp- you struggle so much to get into the lair and then finally when you get there it's almost like fuck I'm here and I feel like yeah. that's kind of true across all drama school and, wh- and like did you and just talk a bit about that like how would you he he, what he said to us it was, it was it was a bit it was a bit more brutally honest was he said you think all your problems are going to be solved once you and the best I think the funnest time of my training was the summer after finding out I got in yeah and yeah, everything 100%. was open and I was like I am going to moonwalk into the Lear yeah. do a backflip and then I'm going to marry a billionaire and everything will be looked and I will be in Hollywood epic Hollywood epic Hollywood epic yeah. and I'm going to be on buses and like the party will no, never stop that's it and yeah. the, the that's that's of course not true and I think the important thing because I remember the first time I walked into the Lear one terrified I saw two people that I knew I, I knew one person in my year already because we'd done a play before in Edinburgh mm. um, uh, not as impressive as it sounds um, <laughs> it really isn't um, but we did I knew him and I kind of because it, it it's a terrifying experience as you show up on that first day and they're just hordes and mm. hordes of beautiful, beautiful people. Yeah. And they're just there. <laughs> and I kind of walk in with my baggy jumper with a hole and like a mustard stain. And I'm just there looking around. I'm just like, oh. And I walked over to Ben and I, I said, uh, Ben always uh, says this to me. Just, <laughs> I went and I was like, yeah, this is great. I, I can't wait to play all these people's best friends. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was sort of I think that's I mean I need that self-deprecation at the time oh totally but then yeah. you go in and you, you feel like you feel so the imposter syndrome kicks in massively mm. you're like I don't belong here oh wait am I and then you know you you spend that first week you spend all that time kind of finding yourself and finding your footing and that first day is it's a lot I've, I yeah. found it very overwhelming myself I don't know how you found it um, yeah no, I I found um yeah, like I found, I found it was definitely overwhelming. I think there was something about there's something about the first few months. It for me anyway. I don't know about you, but it definitely took took a while to calm down and to kind of mm. to kind of settle in. Um, because of course I was coming out of the foundation, so I was you know it was kind of going from out of the frying pan and into the fire, so to speak. So I think it was definitely. Yeah. Uh, that sense but I, I, I do think that thing of what David says of like you think oh your problem is going to be solved I think it's a very real fear that you have yeah. at the beginning of first year and you because all of a sudden all these concepts are being thrown at you and you're you're staring down the barrel of three years and you're like fuck am I gonna am I gonna, <laughs> am I gonna last like you know and it, it is scary yeah. so so scary and I, I mean 
I was I came in and I, you because you I was in first year you were in foundation that's it at the same yeah. time yeah um, that's why we're so pally well, yeah <laughs> um, but I, I mean because when you come in and you have all these ideas I was very fortunate to have a very strong third year doing the shows when I was in first year so you had like I mean to name a few like Kyle Hickson Aina Hardwick Megan um, Neve yeah. Broadway superstar Zara Devlin I know uh, yeah. so like you have like all these and like that that was a very strong year they're all great and yeah. I remember um coming in then and seeing them and at least seeing that I knew I was like okay this works okay there's some sort of yeah. pixie dust here these people are all class I may not be <laughs> like at the moment but something is and also you were watching the, the rise of uh, some chap called something Meskel I don't know who he is oh yeah he's, Peter something yeah, I, can't, I don't know his name never uh, heard of him Peter yeah. Meskel he's Peter Meskel yeah, yeah something like that yeah, yeah. so like you're also seeing him in the gate and going off and square and also like people first years the Lauren Coe's of the world and Cameron Cuff oh super um, so so there was that was reassuring I think you're all very tepid or um, tim, tepid timid in the first uh, tepid we're all very bad warm yeah um, but we were all very timid in that first week and we'll all admit it, like we've joked about it so much since and it's it's important, it's terrifying, but that's drama school. It never really is. When you get the third year, you get a bit more. There's the story, you know, the story about me with the wall, right? You know that one? Yeah, it does that one. You, didn't probably, it? You've heard, you tell me so many stories, Leo. I, I've heard so I, much. I do. I'm, I'm an awful man for just rambling on with stories, but this one, it's kind of sucks. I got to third year. When you hit the third year, and you'll find this, um, is you're kind of like, Wow, we we're those guys now. Okay, yeah. I was not ready for that. Okay, this is ooh, this is strange. So I was sort of then I gave all first years of kind of talking. Oh, hey, how you doing? I was like, oh, and you know, it's it's important to kind of make people realize. Look, there's no sort of no, we're, we're not better or worse than you. We're just, yeah. we're, we're new, but two years on. Yeah, and um, I like I saw I had a coffee in my hand and an apple, and probably a pan of chocolate. I'm not going to be something. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, I was I was going to the door to scan in that massive door which I'm surprised no one's ever been killed by because it's just this big it's, <laughs> it's a fucking lump of the thing just waiting to it's a lump no offence door I, I think I can slide the Lear door and, and get away with it the Lear door gets uh, so much flack from every single student does. and all it the staff breaks. as well yeah and everyone's complaining about it and like you're too slow putting the code in like, yeah, this is the one thing to take away if you're listening to this podcast the Lear door it's <laughs> fucked <laughs> it's a disaster but um, anyway I was there and the first year shall remain nameless um, I don't think it really helps the story by knowing who it is but believe me we've talked since that's all good uh, basically opened the door for me so she typed in a code scanned it and it opens and she goes hi and then I didn't know what to say because I'm useless in almost every regard so I do I know just the story went, you do know this one I just went hi uh, you probably know me from the wall <laughs> <laughs> she just went um, uh, no and I said yeah fair I'm Leo nice to meet you like, oh, hey. and then she just walked away and then I just sort of, kind of crumpled down I was like wow I'm this guy great um, it's just it's so perfect because it is that thing I think the so the wall basically is in the lobby of the Lears where all the headshots of all the current third years and the the final year SMTT students are put up but it is that weird moment I think and I think we're jumping ahead here but I think it is that thing of there's no sort of um, easing in period like 
isn't like I, I'm I'm due to be up there in September in well technically November now because of what's all this is that's happening yeah so I mean we're going to be up there for a bit longer yeah. but, um, it's like a menu you kind of walk in and you're kind of greeted by your own face yeah it's a bit it's a bit, um, it's a bit menacing because all of a sudden you're the faces that people literally see when you walk in mm. um, and it's yeah. like it, it's, it's very um, it's quite daunting it is and it's not nice seeing your big ugly head just every day just kind of like there I am slamming up there yeah. Yeah. there I am the that feeling of imposter syndrome as you walk in yeah um, and that never well no it does the thing is that I, I had it strong I always had it strong like coming and showing up and that that's it was a very strong feeling and I had that up until maybe that's the last play I did probably I mean I always that I, I mean I, I, I mean I'm probably it could be a rare case I have a very strong but it was kind of chipping away in the first show you showed it with a blood wedding hmm with the brilliant Katrina McLaughlin who you oh, worked yeah. with this year yes fantastic group brilliant um, you know you kind of just won the Irish Science Theatre Award she's revered and you're just kind of like okay I can't mess up whatsoever yeah and I'm like at table work I, I can sometimes be quite inarticulate and kind of rambly and I'm not, I'm not very concise and but it's and I use my hands a lot and I'm just like oh really oh yeah it's all that it's all the emotions of the character is, and it just that sort of thing but yeah. Um, you feel and it's a very vulnerable place that to the first table work because I mean you do table work with Hillary and David and, you know it's it, that, that I think training helps you re- I remember Connor came in a great actor a really nice guy came in and just chatted to us and he, and he said that like, he'd auditioned he'd done a he'd, he'd done a play before he'd had a Shakespeare and he felt he had an imposter syndrome what the leader gave him was the ability to show up to these things and just be like no I deserve to be here I deserve to be here just as much as anybody yeah um, and that's what the leader I think really does and uh, it's annoying because the next play which of course unfortunately has been cancelled yeah was going to be I was kind of like just after the last show finished Summer in Smoke and the work of Joe Dowling who's just an icon of mm. the Irish theatre um, the man who worked with Christopher Walken for God's sake like, yeah. um, but we uh, I, the next one is going to be my triumphant march into I am a professional yeah. I am I have confidence finally and then you know it just gets snatched away like and I suppose away. we'll talk a little bit about that now because I feel like um, I think it is definitely devastating to us um, and I can only imagine what it's like for you um, because that was your you know because I think you get you get you get lulled into a set a, a sense of security and just kind of finding the niche of third year and then all of a sudden yanked away it's it's the thing is, I mean everyone obviously is suffering massively from this be it financially or um, jobs being cancelled gigs being cancelled um, I that put it in perspective for me because you know if it was just like out of the blue they went alright the world's is, is is still spinning but you know we're cancelling the rest of your third year then I think I'd be far more upset but yeah. it's very very understandable why this has happened and I and um, they, the Lear are being great about it they're they're there. putting up productions for us they're trying to do grad fest they're trying to get everything going so I can't really complain am I upset that I'm losing because ex- I mean I've, I've always found that actors in previous years have come into their own at this sh- next two shows these two shows are always the ones where you see that people are like these are just 
professionals now. I'm just watching these brilliant professionals. Everything's kind of clicked in. They're confident. They're on thought. They're real. They're engaged. And um, that's kind of gone. We have to. Well, you know what? This is very unprecedented. Unprecedented. Um, unprecedented. Unprecedented. Yeah. Let's just get it. Um, but it's 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 a new world we're going into, and that's scary. But also. Becoming a professional actor is scary because you don't know where your next job's going to be unless you get some syndicated sitcom or something like that. So, yeah, it's scary, but it was always going to be scary. And this is just a new thing. And, I mean, I am dying, dying to get back into a rehearsal room and act with people and do this and that and work with new directors or work with new writers or trample my own work on or something like that. Um, But... That's yes, it's not going to happen for a while, and yeah, yeah. How's it going, everyone? So sorry to interrupt. I hope you sincerely are enjoying the podcast, and I'm sorry to be cutting in, but I just wanted to ask you all a quick favor. Um, alongside having already done me a massive favor by clicking on and listening to the podcast, which once again we really appreciate. What would be extra appreciated is if you would. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts, if you could give us a cheeky five-star rating and maybe write a review, a good review, preferably. Um, bad reviews, they, they don't tend to really help that much. Um, but if you were able to leave, leave us a five-star rating and write us a review, it could really help stretch the the net that this podcast could uh, could cast, the podcast cast. Um, so if you could find the time to do that, that would be really, really greatly um, appreciated. Um, so yes, I will not be taking up any more of your time. Once again, if you can, five seconds, five star rating, a good review. It would make the world of difference to this series. And I would love you forever. Genuinely, I mean that. Um, so yes, enough out of me. Back to the show. Um, so, so you kind of... That imposter syndrome... It kind of stays. I feel like it kind of does stay throughout the majority of the training because I feel like you are constantly, you know, getting you're learning new things or you're you're fig. I feel like a lot of the first year is figuring out what's wrong as opposed to what's right. Yeah. Do you know? Because I think it's it is shaking off a lot of your bad habits. Um, but if you could, if you could summarize the best thing that you've experienced about actor training to be what would it be Ooh, very 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 good question mm. there, there was a definitive moment for me was and this sounds a lot scarier than it actually is and it was very important because it kind of caught me on and I think actually I think the most important advice I can say is um, one of the most is Stand up for yourself to yourself, which is what I mean by that is a lot of the time you have to really fail a lot. And I know that's a cliche thing to say is, Mm. you know, fail again, fail harder, that sort of stuff. But uh, you need to make big mistakes. It happened to me once when I was doing a Shakespearean monologuing class. And a teacher um, was just sort of like, no, you're getting it, you're doing it. But and I was, I was going up there and I was just looking at my class and you could see their other eyes as I kept going for a good 20 minutes of stop start so also can I point out that before this the people before me had killed it yeah like, <laughs> as is like, always so the way 
It, oh, they were amazing. They were yeah. just like, oh, this tutu is sort of flesh. And you're just like, oh, yeah, amazing. Yeah. And the next person's getting up. And yeah. I'm just like, you know, Lady Macbeth. And I'm like, yeah, it's something. And the gears are like, unbelievable. Then I get up. And I just go, friends, romance, coach, but no, stop, 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 stop. And, you know, it, it, the thing I would put it close to is drowning. Yeah. <laughs> in despair. But it was important because it made me, I learned so much from that. Because I. Mm. I, it was horrible. I was very upset. I was not upset at teacher because they were trying to help me. I, mm. that's, I was upset at myself. And then you go, you reassess, you come back the next day, and you're like, so what did I learn from that? What did I... And I think you should... Another important thing is is that you need to find your own way in. Yeah. And find your own way in, your own process, and what works for you. And it's something I, I realized too late was that they're teaching you all this stuff so you can find what works for you to get to the point where you can get on stage and perform every night and be in a rehearsal room to learn stuff mm. and to make valid suggestions to not be too precious in regards to like what people say in regards to like, that's a bad idea and you're like yeah it's the right point yeah um, and that's very important and it took me a bit too long to cop, cop, uh, cop onto that I yeah. think um, maybe longer than others uh, I think that's just so important that you know there's no set way to act. I mean, you learn acting techniques and certain things that are really important, and it just that's a stagecraft and it's technical stuff. But the stuff that hmm. you can't do everything they're telling you, but you can really find what works for you and what gets you because at the end of the day, it's you up there, yeah, and doing the show with your other actor, engaging with the other actor, and. You know, you you find out a lot of what works for you by making mistakes. Don't be afraid to make mistakes. Don't be afraid to put yourself out there. It's you know, it's the Robin Williams um, quote, which I think is. I mean, obviously, it gets it's another one that gets shared. It's quite cliche, but he's you've born with a little spark of madness. Hmm. Don't don't run away from it. Don't shy from it. I'm yeah. butchering the comment, but like it's no, it's it's exactly that. that yeah, I think it's it's what caught it. Yeah, you know, it's one of my favorite. It's one of my favorite quotes um, from the Rise podcast that. David Horn did where he was saying um, yeah. he wanted to go to Lecoq to learn how to direct Shakespeare and like it's it's you know it's and like Lecoq of course is like a physical physical acting school um, yeah. for want of a better word but like <laughs> it is that sense of you learn everything so you can use anything that you mm. want but you definitely you know pick it and choose it mm. yourself um, it's you know, you can kind of go back and like, oh yeah, I remember we did this thing, and then portray that. Okay, okay, but also it's it's finding within you different creative um, catalysts. Yeah, and exactly. That's and you know, so people say is that you know if you lock yourself in a big white room and try and write, you're not really gonna your brain can start. But if you go for a walk before you write, or you start, you open the window and you see this, there's all these different things. But it's, it's getting that from within. Yeah, um, it's good. Um, but I think that. You, you, you know you, you, you're always learning yeah. and any person no person if you listen to any actor they're all always say they're still learning if you listen to mm. I was listening to Michael Shannon the other day he's like one of my favorite oh. actors he, he was talking about and he's a great mental listener to talk about acting because he's very honest and he's just like he didn't have formal training but he just sort of went out in the job he's one of these lucky types yeah. <laughs> bastards just doesn't need training and he went out and he, he did you know, we're, we're Steppenwolf, we're Trent Chicago, and stuff like that. We're hooked up with Tracy Letts, and then, you know, but he just says that there's no, if anyone claims they know the true secret to acting and how to do it every night, they're kind of lying because yeah. there's no true set way. There's a lot of brilliant 
methods of doing it, and there's a lot of things that help and work for different people. But you know, you gotta plug away and you know, do the work. Yeah, because I think that's like you know, they're just giving us tools to mm-hmm. work to find it ourselves, and I think. <laughs> Yeah, and I think, and then, because you kind of answered it in terms of, but, like, what would be then the hardest thing about drama school? Or what was the thing that you experienced that you were just like, this is, you know? The hardest is, I'd have to say it's probably, you get tutorials at one point, and you might think you're going one way, but getting things given to you like brass tacks, this is what's wrong, and because you, you mean you do spend a lot of time kind of you know I'm I'm a real victim of it where you you think everything's going fly and you think like I am the greatest actor of all time. Mm. This is uh, this is I, I I cannot wait for the the world to herald me as the next Marlon Brando, and then you just get told oh yeah that's not that's not. You're not doing this. You're going to be louder. You're going to be clear. Your diction is terrible. You're uh, you're not specific enough. And then that is hard. But also, in the end, that is brilliant. You need that. You need to be told. And that's why they're there. And they're they they're there. They're on your side. And mm. it would be terrible if they just went your class. Um, yeah. Keep doing because then why are you acting? Why are you doing acting training? Yeah. If that's your if you don't, you mean you're not there to be told you're magnificent. You're there to figure out what needs to be fixed. And that's why they hide you. For the longest time, put you under a little little bush like yeah. a candle, um, and they need to, to you know, put you out to the world as mm. um, as full performance. I'd, I'd say that stuff. Other things. There are days where it just things just won't click. I mean, you know, you have your classes, and then just you're in like a movement class, and it's just not working. And then you go to a voice class, it's just not working. And you do this, and just your brain is just not in it. And mm. um, I think it was John Hart said that the he said, I think in the year he came in, he said there was um, the true, like the true code about a professional actor is that they show up and work even when they don't want to. Yeah. So like if you're in a foul mood and just leaving it at the door and coming in and then doing this and you might have had like a domestic with somebody in the class or something, <laughs> you might have just been like, you know, I pull you out of your screw you. And you have to come in and you have to play best friends or lovers or something like that and you have mm. to that's pretty intense, but I'd say overall, there's nothing really. It's only really as bad and unpleasant as you. Like. But also, just different things can happen to different people. It's just my experience. I can't. Oh yeah, um, totally. But I feel like that's that's the thing. Because I feel like you can generalize um, what goes on in a drama school. But I feel like it's mm-hmm. the personal experience that speaks true do you know about it? I think as well though it's it's always something that I found interesting how I feel like the hardest things about drama drama training and the best things about drama training go hand in hand they do like it's, and it's all it's, the time it's fascinating because I think um, like in many ways being accepted to a drama school is like it's definitely not telling you you're brilliant it's saying that you potentially could be brilliant but you need a lot of training to get there so I think and, that's and some people, it's really important to make this distinction that good training is good training. And just because you might not necessarily get into the leer, um, might not necessarily get into rap, there's a lot of good acting training and a good actor. If you take it in, you go and you perform. Like, you know, the gate is fantastic. Mm. You know, you places in London that are fantastic. All around the world, they're fantastic. 
in, maybe you also just don't need and you just go in um, if you have that these actors I know who are currently doing brilliant work and they just they never trained they just kind of went out and they did it and they just kind of learned on the job and I think yeah. I think Hillary made the point once that acting training is 10 years they're cramming in like 10 years of experience into like through by like teaching yeah. things that you would learn on the job and um, I think that's important I mean I personally needed it um, you I mean you were here so I assume you would say you would you needed this totally, some people yeah. won't and I think that's so much of it as well and I feel like because a part of this um, idea of, of the interviews is that the the year on and we talked a bit about this before recording mm. um, to catch up and see how your first year went out because I think her, how your first year went out went because there's also a slight thing creeping in I feel and you have drama schools that like the myth that if you train as an actor your career is set up and you're you're no you're you're, you're going to fly into it whereas mm. I feel it's it's a it's a negative thing because you get these people who go, who go, who go into drama school and they, they 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 figure that by the end of it you're gonna fly off into the the arms of the abbey or you know the the gate or whatever. wherever but it's i think not it's, it. it's not it like and it's they can't teach you luck they like that's yeah. that's the one thing they can't teach you and then that kind of in the question that i have for you is that if do you think there's something not a not not taught at drama schools that you feel should be taught. Ooh, that's a doozy. Um, I guess it would have to. It's the things that can't be taught at drama school. Yeah. I guess is 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 what I, I would say, and I, I think it's the working with in a play with an eighty year old man or mm. a going and um, I guess you do get taught like you know good ways to be, and I think just a general the best advice I can give ever. Don't know why I have any right to be giving anyone advice, but be sound. Being sound is just goes a long way. Goes a long does. fucking way. It, yeah. And I mean, you are roughly taught to be sound in the lair. I think you are. Well, you imagine. certainly you certainly don't get an inflated ego. And any ego that comes from being in the. I mean, because I mean, we do have a bit more attention, and it's a, such a strange time at the moment because of. On one hand, we have the this pandemic, hmm. and then you over here, we have a show showcasing some. So for example, like Paul Meskel, who is has currently arguably the greatest television debut of all time of any actor, which Completely, is yeah. a startling claim to make. But I find anyone. You have someone like Aina Hardwick. Aina Hardwick, who I think during this. Um, pandemic is actually the defining Irish character actor because he's in Bavarium he's brilliant Bavarium he's brilliant in normal people and he's such a transformation sorry I feel like and I I, like I I, Aina I know Aina quite well and so do you and I think he's fantastic but I feel like that performance is just like brilliant and and as a man who who likes to define myself as a character actor and it's very much what I what I love to do it's great to see someone like Aina who could be. This is turning into the wheel of Aina. But you uh, do though. You do love gladly, Aina. I gladly co-host that show. But uh, watching someone like him, who could, you know, he has the look and the talent and the ability to just be up there in some period drama. I'm sure one day he will be in. But as like the Mister Darcy, mm-hmm. but he's playing these interesting, very deep roles. And like, so that's and on, on top of that, you have Zara over in Broadway. Mm people are going to be asking like, where do these people train and that's kind of put, after normal people 
I don't know. A lot of people are probably going to be quite interested in the Lear to go. Well, it certainly it certainly put us on a, on the map in a way that we kind of now have the um, the alumni to contend with the likes of Lambda and Rada, and you know, in, a, in, in beginning that journey into that sort of fame. Um, and also, it has you know opened up the definitive question of my life at the moment. Do you know Paul Maskell? And yeah, I don't. Um, this is a bit of a big question and I feel like it's one it's one that I was very tempted not to ask because I feel like it is a big personal one did you ever consider dropping out? yes I'd be lying if I said I didn't do you want to talk because, about when or um yeah so I think it was first year but like I think that these things just pop into your head it didn't like, I didn't go to any sort of, like, look up on the thing. Because I... Here's, here's the thing. I'm I'm an actor. That's what I, yeah. I love. That's what I want to do. That's what I, I do. Um, there are very hard times during the Lear. Mm. Very hard. And those do lead to thoughts of, can I do this? Can I... And you're kind of lying if you... I'm not saying... I'm not trying to say anyone's a liar if they said they didn't. Yeah. But those hardships come with thoughts of self becomes a self-doubt and that mm. self-doubt is so human and so understandable and you know when you're there and you have just uh, bollocked up an improv mm. you've just been told look you need to do this and I'm tired of you getting this wrong because mm. you're better than this and you're like yeah and you know you're walking from unit two back to the main building mm. And it's a long walk and everyone's around kind of having the crack. They all do great improvs and they all just did a brilliant rehearsal or something. And you, the one person that screwed it up. Yeah. The thoughts of, do I belong here? Should I just feck off and just try and do something? Do pop into your head? And that's perfectly understandable. But you know what? It's... It's, it's to borrow a quote from the movie Rocky Balboa which is a very underrated movie in my opinion it's fantastic um, great movie Rocky Balboa everyone says Creed's fantastic and it is but I'll rock, I'm a big fan of Rocky Balboa hmm. but uh, it's not about how hard you hit it's about how hard you get hit and get back up and yeah. I think that the Lear there's a lot of mini getting smacked and like damn it worst actor in the world and then getting back up and being like okay look, I, can, I can do this and I, I, I think I actually love that movie because that is the movie that has the most famous quote from the series which funnily enough people kind of forget I think the thing that fascinates me most about drama training is that it has that secret class called do I want to be an actor because so much of drama training you know constantly getting things wrong constantly failing constantly having to find the courage in the, in the tea break to go back into class and potentially fuck everything up again it's you know it's a great test it's a great test to, to see do you have even a shred of what it takes to there's, kind of you know the, there is no shame and I think on the other side of it if you do say I don't want to be an actor there's no shame in that that actually in a way takes a lot more guts it, it does I think you know and I think yeah, fair play totally that's I mean I don't think that's a mistake if someone just re- that's what life is is you figuring things out yeah um, I, I think it was it's it, I mean I don't even know I want, do, you, do you want to ask yourself this question next year or if I put that back on you have there been times when you've thought about dropping it 
Um, I always said that all these questions I'd ask, I'd happily ha- ask myself. There's definitely been a moment where I was like, "Will I be able for it?" Yeah. Like, will I be able to do it? I wouldn't necessarily say I thought about dropping out, but I, like, it never went that far. It never went that far for me to say I'm done. But it did go to a point where I was like, "This just, this just isn't working." Um, funny enough, it was actually after the first. Where, you know and those are hard ones because they it is and I think you're right in those sense that like in tutorials that's when you're forced to kind of face the music of really acknowledging what's going on in your training um, mm. and I think it is you know but you'd definitely be lying if you you can have moments of self-doubt I mean if you went through the entire thing going I am the greatest person in the yeah look I mean actually if you, if you did do that then fair play to you mm. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah. I, don't, I don't have that sort of um so that sort of metal dude's gonna you know go up and just yeah I don't think anybody does though I don't think know. anybody has that sort of like we're actors we're, we're sensitive self self hating narcissists <laughs> <laughs> and also really hypocritical because at the end of the day yeah. you're the one getting up and doing the work and if it isn't working and you feel it like there's so many things that the teachers can say to you but at the end of the day if you know something hasn't gone right or if you know something hasn't worked that you've done something that isn't your best work or that reflects your best version of yourself then you're going to feel it and you're definitely going to go home and think about it um, yeah. but I think you know so many people have those thoughts of, of leaving and I know you know I know some of my classmates have um, I've definitely gone through that pa- the phase of like Jesus people in my class have I've talked to them about it you know it's, um, and I think that's when yeah. that's when the idea of the year comes into it um, mm. and I feel like you said it earlier you get so close with your ear and they became they, they become such a uh, such a support group for that kind of stuff because you know they essentially talk you off the ledge you know for in, 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 like you know if, if something's gone wrong in a class they'll come up to you because they've been there with you and they've gone through it yeah. so I'd argue that's probably if I was asked the question what's one of the best things about drama school it would be you know the people you meet and I think as you said like you know it's it, these people who you grow really close close to and you really become fond of um, yeah. and how much they help you grow as a person it's, and an actor it did it's I mean the, the, some of the friendships I've made in the layer I hope going to last the rest of my life you know yeah. I think that's uh, I had a lot of friends coming to one thing just you be prepared to not see your friends for a long time oh there. yeah that's it that's, that's a big thing and that can be quite alienating as well but I was lucky to kind of come in and really hit it off with some people very quickly and then yeah. approach, you know with the rest of people everyone over time solidify some friendships and did you find I that know, was uh, uh, sorry for coming across but did you find that no. that was that was hard because you yourself are from Dublin because I know myself having to move up from Cork to Dublin I didn't have any friends going up there to start with so it was easy for me to kind of you know not toss them aside but to alienate myself from them because I wasn't in the same city as them bear in mind some of my friends uh, that I had from college uh, were 10 minute walk from me Jeez. every day and I just never saw them because I was in rehearsals you'd be staying late to do something we'd meet occasionally it was a lot more in first year then everyone kind of separates and life moves on you're kind of you're just you're in the leer and that's when you, you know having your friends in the leer and not even just like the year ahead of me um 
that's you know that's 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 important as well. I think that yeah. um, you, you know you learn a lot of social skills and like I wasn't like some sort of social recluse before this. I did like yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah like I, I had a social life, but like I I learned a lot from being here and yeah I've changed massively in these three years probably more than I've changed. This has changed me more than anything. Right? Yeah, totally. I agree. Um, because the thing is, someone uh, Emma said cream bags, cream bags. Oh. Uh, uh, the cream machine. The yeah, cream machine. Um, what a legend. She funny, brilliant, everything, and I'm just saying everyone's brilliant because mm. they are. I mean, you know, they are like. Yeah. But she just went. It's like a really nice, attractive, friendly prison. <laughs> that's it I mean it is it's like it's so true I compare I compare this uh, or it's a friend I compared by a friend of mine this experience being in lockdown being in um, hopefully if, if I mean if I re- make a reappearance in a year it won't still be in lockdown yeah um, but it's like the scene in Goodfellas when they're in prison and it's like a really nice prison yeah and they're moving and they're the, the food like, and uh, the wine and garlic. Yeah, yeah yeah and Paul Servino's chopping the garlic and really has got like the, the bottle of like whiskey or scotch or yeah it's like it, it, the lyrics kind of like that it's like a really enjoyable prison yeah <laughs> you know it's uh, no it is it's 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 you gotta really go with it and you need to and you do you it's do. important and you can't you need to leave your sort of at times you really need to leave your you know sense of irony at the door and just like um, no you need to kind of jump in it with your two feet and that's mm. luckily why there isn't someone watching you the whole time yeah exactly <laughs> but, so that's yeah, important one final question to you so say there's a parallel universe where you're a time traveller Mm-hmm. And you can go onto Pier Street when uh, three years ago Leo is on his way to the Lear, and you can stop him and you can give him one sentence of advice before he walks in the door. What would you give him? <laughs> Hit the gym, you bollocks. Um, <laughs> um, uh, uh, I would say that the be be truthful. Be true to yourself and be honest and mm. if you're struggling with someone don't don't pretend that you're, you're you understand something don't try and be some intellectual some sort of like thing just try and really when you get to the truth and you understand like, being true to yourself you're going to start being truer on stage or as an actor I think yeah and understand things and also um Believe in yourself more. That's really it. Just, it's the classic. Just believe in yourself. Um, a musical I'm writing about my lyrics. Really, believe in yourself. It, no, I, I think that's it. Really is, and you know, it's okay to be upset after a day in the lyre, but just yeah. realize that you're there for a reason. You got in for a reason. Yeah. And um, that's yeah. That's, that's probably um, probably the most important thing. Just yeah. Self belief and truth. I think there was something um, Rowan in your year said to me in first year. He was like, always try and remember the moment you got the call off Lachlan. Yeah. And I think that's, you know. I was studying for my final exam of a degree that I didn't like. (laughs) And I I, I had the 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 exam later. Uh, It was like 9 a.m. The exam was at 12 and I got the call and I tore up my notes 
and just went, screw this, tell me, don't care about this. Uh, I would not recommend doing that. <laughs> That's almost like the, do you know, in Harry Potter with them, um, uh, Fred and George leave the school and they're like, they're throwing their shit all over the place and they're flying yeah. and they're, you know, it's like that moment of like, fuck this, I'm out of here. Um, but thank you. I think that's a good spot to end on. No problem at all. Anytime. And that's it. That's it. That's enough out of Leo Hanna, the great man himself. Um, thank you very much to Leo for coming on. If you want to find out more about him, just head over to the leer.ie forward slash students. You'll figure out everything you need to know about him there. Um, thank you very much for listening to the first episode I hope you enjoyed it if you did enjoy it remember all it takes is five seconds for you to give us a like and share the podcast amongst your friends and if you were to do that it would be greatly appreciated once again thank you so much for clicking on I hope you've enjoyed it and I hope you learned something that maybe you didn't know beforehand Um, if you have any questions you maybe like me to ask or if anything you might be interested to know about drama training yourself that I haven't thought of asking then contact us directly um, to our Facebook page and you should get a response because uh, it's only me it's only me managing that I say we like there's a team but there's not a team it's just me and my you know on my on my phone um, but yeah thank you so much for coming on and see you again next time <laughs>